0: This episode of History Replays Today, the Richmond History Podcast, is brought to you by River City Segs, the premier Segway tour company in Richmond, the only Segway tour company in Virginia with an indoor Segway-specific training area. Find out more information at RiverCitySegs.com. That's also where you can book a tour or give us a call at 804-343-6105. Check us out on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at 804Segs and on Instagram at RiverCitySegs. You'll find discounts and special tours that we'll be doing there. We do, you know, ghosts and grizzlies stories around Halloween. Christmas light tours are coming up as well. And for the most part, though, the thing you really need to know before you go on a Segway tour is always practice safe segs. This is History Replays Today, the Richmond History Podcast. My name is Jeff Major. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you're having a fantastic, fantastic day. we got Betty Dementi on the show. She is the retired owner of Dementi Studios. Uh, it is the oldest consecutively operating photographic studio in Richmond. Opened in 1924. Uh, it has a collection that goes back to the 19th century. And if, you, if you're interested in old photos of Richmond... It's it's a, it's amazing amazing resource, and I'm going to actually post at historyreplaystoday.org. I'll go ahead and post a link to uh, some of the, some of the photos that they have from their collection online. And we sat in the back of their studio. It's 121 East Grace Street, uh, which is uh, the corner of 2nd and Grace. And, you know, there were boxes of all kinds of various products that they were waiting to, to photograph cause, uh, 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 as well, you know, with the wedding portraits and family portraits. They also do uh, a, a decent amount of uh, um, commercial photography as well. And, you know, we get into the history of Dementi studios, uh, you know, where, how they acquired that, you know, how they came about the, collecting this entire huge collection of, of photographs. Uh, some of the, you know, some, some of her personal memories of gray street and during its heyday, when the, you know, the trolley was coming through a Miller and Rose were, you know, thriving and, um, some pretty quirky stories about some, some folks in Richmond as well. And, um, you know, snow and the trolleys and the, the, the whole thing. So, uh, you know, follow this podcast on Twitter at history replays. It's on Facebook history replays today and Tumblr as well. Uh, and if you're listening to this on uh, iTunes or Stitcher, write a review, um, you know, and let me know what you think. You know, there's a lot of ways for you to contact me, so let me know what you think. And um, if you're just coming to the podcast, uh, I'm be, I'm, I post the first and the 15th of every month with authors, historians, and, you know, local citizens like Betty Dementi. And so you should check it out, iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, um, whatever. You know, if you use a different podcast client, then let me know about that and uh, I'll make sure it's uh, easily available there as well. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and get the conversation started. Uh, Betty started out by actually, you know, kind of breaking down the history of photography in general.
1: Yeah. Daguerre is, is credited with how invented photography, and he mm-hmm. didn't at all. Uh, for many years before that, uh, the people in uh, Italy, and Germany, and Scotland had been playing with photography and what have you for the guerre things fell into several things fell into place and so on uh, and photography to call flight wildfire mm-hmm. before this of course if you wanted to record uh, the the image of your, your loved ones and so on you had to have an artist who would would paint it do a good job or a bad job or what have you mm-hmm. but that, that was it and now all of a sudden you actually could have the real thing. It was all very exciting. Uh, For in the United States, the war between the states made a tremendous difference. Uh, Photography blossomed even more because when people were going off to battle, their families did want uh, pictures of them and they wanted pictures of their families to take with them and so on. So Uh, at at one point in the uh, 1870s in Richmond, There was one photographer in every block of 26 blocks of downtown Richmond. Okay. uh, Which (laughs) goes to show. Yeah. Most of them were on second floors because, of course, they had to use natural light. uh, Right. And and so on. So uh, the butcher, the baker, what have you, there was always a photographer. Sure. uh, Upstairs. Uh, W.W. Foster, who was an artist, uh, came from Norfolk, and I'm afraid, I do not know why, uh, in the 1880s uh, uh, and, and uh, uh, set up a uh, shop in, in Richmond. Uh, there were two or three people who were already, had uh, persons of considerable name that, that were already, I'm afraid I can't remember them right now. That's okay. Nowadays. Oh, He uh, worked for several people, for a couple of years and then set up on his on his own. Uh, he eventually had a business on Ninth Street directly appos- opposite the Capitol, which was really a very clever sort of thing and he sure. became the uh, Capitol photographer and, and mm-hmm. so on. Over the course of years, he moved up Gray Street to a building built in the 1920s and one of the first buildings anywhere that was designed as a photographic studio. Oh, wow. From head to toe. It wasn't a building that was taken over. It was built. I sure. Think, uh, and it was very handsome. Uh, it's now shuttered up, and I don't know what's happening. It had balconies and, and archways and uh, all sorts of, of uh, interesting things that you mm-hmm. could use as backgrounds and so on. Uh, he had a uh, young assistant, Tony DeMetti who was the son of uh, uh, an Italian immigrant uh, who had come to this country in the 1880s. Uh, Tony was fascinated with photography mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Foster taught him uh, and they were very good friends and, and worked together and so on. Uh, Mr. Foster's daughter eventually married a Mr. Orpin, a Canadian Uh, photographer, and both Mr. Foster and Tony decided the time had come for him to go off on his own. Mm -hmm. So Foster bought a building across the street and set Granddaddy up on his own there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some 75 years later, Foster's grandson and uh, Tony's son came back together and Created many Foster Studios, so right. we've uh, done a full full circle. Sure, uh, in that. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: And the and I guess the um, you know because are there when I look at the you know I, I look around and see most of your business is you know, like portraits. I guess you're, you know you're doing <laughs> right. um, you Lots know product stuff. Yes, um, what
1: we used to do uh, for you know. Uh, businesses in Richmond, furniture, and and, uh, uh, all sorts of things. Sure. This back room was constant going and coming with all sorts of strange items. Right. Uh, And when I married Robert, I discovered very quickly that anything in my house if it was needed as a prop, was likely to pick up and go. <laughs> I arrived one day to see my dining room table going out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, 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 that's a uh, thing with the past. Sure. Uh, no, uh, 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 Mr. Domeni was the photographer for the News Leader when okay. the News Leader was uh, uh, separate. Uh, we He had some 20 photographers and the uh, dark room in the basement was working around the clock. Sure, and um, so
0: you're saying, um, Mr. D- that's Tony. Tony, right? That's and yes. he's the he's the oh, excuse the, me, yes. Mm-hmm. So he's the the start. He starts the yes. studio. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and so is he working. With the, the news leader as, like...
1: He was the, de- the, the photo- photographic department.
0: He was the department. Yes. And also was. running the studio here as yes, well. Yes, yes, So that was like a subcontracted right. type of right. thing.
1: Right. But, of course, we were close at hand, too, and it, it, mm-hmm. it, it worked very well. I'll sure. Sort of, sort of thing. And then when the papers joined together, uh, the Times-Dispatch had a photographic department, so we were no longer uh, there, but... For many many years, it wasn't. Oh, it was strange to pick up the telephone and have the newspaper say, "Quick, send somebody to such and such," sure. <laughs> and and we always did.
0: And and that's what I was, you know, because I guess that's where, to me, the disconnect today. People think you could come get your portrait taken, but then when you you know see an amazing picture somewhere and it says to many studios, and you're like, "That's you know where did that comes." So that's from more the mm-hmm. the newspaper side, right? And I guess are they doing? you know, stuff outside of themselves to document things, or outside of the... You know, because it seems like to me a lot of the photos that I see, you know, it's, it's just a building. You know, or, or a thing that where... Was,
1: it was probably real estate, for the most part. Okay. Oh, uh, I don't think that, that Tony did anything just because he liked the building or whatever. Right. <laughs> he he had, had a purpose for it. Sure. And it was either being sold or uh, being leased or, or something of that nature that was another thing that we did an awful lot for all the realtors in town
0: ok that makes a lot uh, of sense
1: and there are whole you know shelves and shelves and shelves of pictures of, of buildings and I had uh, an old lady who knew that for some reason well, and she came in and she wanted a picture of a house in Laburnum and we didn't have it and she burst into tears she knew we had to have it oh <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> but simply nobody had ever sure bought her sold it or, or
0: and the 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 f- the f- uh, collection is where is the, where like where would she come to find that she
1: came here mm-hmm. uh, I'm afraid so the Foster uh, Foster uh, commercial pictures of interest mm-hmm uh, and they really are were very old ones so what have you. went to the Virginia Historical Society Okay. and then when we closed the building down there we went through we had uh, Margaret uh, a, a woman who had worked for Foster since she was in her 80s uh, she had worked for Foster since she was 14 years old she was deaf and dumb wow uh, and she had was a, a photographic artist and so mm-hmm. on but she knew everything about and By gum all gall, you paid attention to Margaret. Uh, we asked her <laughs> to go through and pull interesting uh, portraits of interesting uh, Virginia Richmonders, and mm-hmm. we sent those to the uh, Virginia Historical Society. Okay, fantastic. Otherwise, they're here. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: excellent. And, um, you know, the... I guess you're saying that there's so, there were so many photographers...
1: There were um, lots and lots and lots of them. There were uh, four on on Gray Street that I can remember.
0: Like within this block, within yes, yeah, okay, oh, it is, it is, yes. And and why do you think Dementis is still here, and they're not? And you think there was?
1: That's a good reason. Well, I, uh, I can't say. Oh. So far, we've had somebody who wanted to keep going, and yeah. then most of the others just did not. Sure,
0: and so I guess, and that that kind of so Tony starts it, yes. right? And then, um, but that's and, and who who takes over from Tony just to kind of get a chronology? His, his son Robert, his Robert and that's your husband. Yeah. Okay, so it's really just been the, the, family the just family. the two. Uh,
1: and now my children presumably own it. But they're not in Richmond, and Dave okay. runs the studio. Okay. Dave and Sean. All
0: right. Um, and what you know? I guess. And when did you guys get married?
1: I got married in nineteen fifty-eight.
0: Nineteen fifty-eight, and yeah. so was that a respectable profession for uh, a, R- a, a pretty young lady yeah. to find? Well, except
1: for the fact that Robert was was an artist uh, to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, and he was. Well recognized in the photographic community in this country, he spoke at conventions and what have you up and down the land. He was a member of the British Royal Society of Photographers. Oh wow! And his pictures had uh, were known all over the place. Sure.
0: And so that that wasn't I guess if he was just a regular photographer that may have been an issue, but uh, sort of thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He was very special. Got to go to the best, right? Got to go for the best. (laughs) No, um, so
1: Robert was more artist than photographer.
0: Okay. And would that have even been, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, was he exhibiting the photos? Like an artist, like I guess nowadays a, ph- a photographic he artist? Did. He
1: did upon occasion, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, is that, it seems like there would be a different, you know, concept of a phot- photographic artist back then to me, you know, it seems... You know, yeah. nowadays you get you. Especially if you look at a lot of photos today, you go and you can sit yeah. in a gallery, uh, and you're like, museums
1: mm-hmm. uh, Photographic societies had exhibits, or uh-huh. they had competitions. You would send, you know, a picture to this competition or that competition, and so on, and and uh, the awards you won at these things added up.
0: Sure, sure, and um was he were they here is this the original location here at um was the this uh, yes second and second and grace the, or where where well, was it originally
1: the original? building that they, uh 404 uh, grace uh east grace is where foster was and mm-hmm. the building he bought for uh it was now the honey shop across the street okay yeah uh, and then we moved up uh two blocks and in 1945 they bought this okay so
0: the uh, um, and But in this area, this is where it all happened, right? Because this is the swanky part oh, of town at that it time. It was
1: undoubtedly a very elegant... I mean, we had Biggs next door. This, this was uh, the furniture maker and antique dealer in Richmond. Okay. Uh, they were next door where the Open Chain uh, Center is, mm-hmm. is now. Uh, Richmond Art was on the corner of... Oh. And, of course, when you went the other way, you had Corley's and uh, Walter D. Moses, the music uh, shops. Uh, You had three farriers, two in a row, and two of them were brothers. Oh, wow. (laughs)
0: That must have been an interesting Uh, family conversation. uh,
1: They may have been cousins. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not sure about that. Right. uh, And, uh, let's see, there was Wright's... And LaPel's and Barrett oh, right. Burke's oh, and Jacob's Levy, which was one of the fanciest shops, and of course Montaldo's eventually.
0: Okay. And, and is that something in the 50s? Is it, you know, someone's going to go shopping? Is it as a casual as let's just go get our picture taken? Or was it still like a, an appointment? Oh, uh, no. You know?
1: It was an appointment sort of thing. It, oh, you could do both. In Millen Roads, on the second floor, there was a photographic department, which was something like those things you used to see in railroad stations. Uh, you know, you go into a little booth and press yep. a button, and you get <laughs> you yeah, yeah, get a picture. Of mm-hmm. the sort of thing. They had that at Millen Roads, but that children did that. It was sort of fun. Sure, know, and think.
0: but most of the people there going for, especially you know, weddings and right. stuff right. like that that are coming in to catch right. check you guys. And around.
1: we oh did worked with the Millen Roads bridal department. Oh, no. and I'm not entirely sure how that worked, but uh, we did. Okay, so, yeah, they so, sort of push some business over to you guys,
0: <laughs> one way or the other. Um, and and
1: we did. People would come from North Carolina to have to buy their wedding garments in Moon Roads and have the picture made here. Sure. So, I mean, from out of town, wow. it wasn't it it wasn't just local. Sure,
0: all. sure, and the. I mean, I can only imagine that you know, especially like we were just talking about walking through these same streets that you see nowadays, <laughs> well, what that would have been like oh,
1: it's fun to to look at the clothes that people wore, sure and, uh now see what they what they're wearing uh as a uh, young child I did not come downtown without white gloves and a hat, right oh, uh, and oh uh, when I was married, you you probably could get by without the gloves. Unless you were going to the women's club. Right. Uh, but you were still wearing hats.
0: Okay, yeah. And, and you guys were riding, riding um, down the trolley down here at that point, right? Or is that, well, you were you still on bus- buses? Uh, from
1: trolleys, yes. Uh, the, we, the, we had buses as well. Uh, I think the trolley was seven cents and the bus was eight. Okay. Uh, something of <laughs> that nature. The bus was more expensive. Huh. It was a, a more elegant thing to do. <laughs>
0: really? That's interesting. Because um, nowadays, I think there's, you know, especially the bus, people are like, oh, I'm not riding the bus. That's, you know, oh, I wish they'd bring the trolleys back. Yeah, but it's like, you know.
1: Really, truly, the trolleys did certainly work. Uh, right. Uh, very happily indeed.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's always, you know, whatever's gone seems to be the thing that people <laughs> yeah, want the most, right? Um, and speaking of that I was actually looking through some of the you know just looked online there's an amazing picture in the in y'all's collection of a trolley that's covered in snow it's, uh-huh. that's a fantastic picture uh, um,
1: those that was probably 19 I can't remember whether it was 40 or 41 that we had you know we had real 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 snow right in, in Richmond uh, and uh my brother and I were the <coughs> undoubtedly the only two children in Richmond who went to school that day. Uh, okay. uh, my parents simply put on skis and uh, wow, off we went. We got to school and guess what? Mm-hmm. There wasn't a single solitary soul there. Right, <laughs> so we had to go back. <laughs> that's
0: that's wild. And but
1: good skis weren't going to be sure <laughs> going to be. Oh, put down by a little snow. Right, yeah, (laughs) Richmonders
0: are definitely weak (laughs) when it comes to snow, but uh, it's also... But
1: then they spent the rest of the day going from the grocery store on Lafayette Street, which was uh, open because they probably couldn't get home or something of that nature, mm-hmm. and bringing milk and, and uh, groceries to various people in the neighborhood with, wow. the, with their skis. Wow, I like it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like uh, special skills. Right. You <laughs> finally get to use your skills here in, in Richmond.
1: Uh, the skis themselves, Swedish skis, are not like uh, uh, any ski that an American had seen were Norwegian short skis for going downhill. Uh-huh. Uh, the Swedish ski is a long ski for going For long distance, like cross country skis, skis. right? Right, so they look peculiar, too. Sure, very strange people, yeah.
0: (laughs) And I can only imagine when people would come over and see those in the corner or something. Yes, when the daylights (laughs) are going to use that, and then they said, Well, now I showed you, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess, did did the trolley. Did they clean that? I mean, did they clean the, you know, did it work when it was snowed like that? I mean, or did everything else shut down? for the most
1: part, that day, they didn't. Okay. I mean, those, uh, whenever that was, there were several days when they simply did not work. But for the most part, the cow catcher that was Mm -hmm. in the front would take care of whatever was necessary.
0: Huh. That's pretty good. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it is those weird moments. Like I was saying, that you know, it's not portraits of you know people, you know, even famous people that this you know that seem they to really be real interest different. to people. Is that weird? Um,
1: I remember ice skating on Staples Mill Pond during the cold snap, <laughs> and uh, a gentleman who was skating along. Well, have you he said that. well he didn't have any particularly warm clothes but he put on his flannel pajamas under his, uh, his no. <laughs> under his costume and he yeah. was keeping warm in that bag.
0: that's fantastic people didn't have sure and you bag. guys were loaded we, up though we, we had plenty of- yeah <laughs> um, and it's even odd talking about how as hot as it is outside believing that snow exists that it'll never yes. be cool again <laughs> um, but uh, you know I guess with that reputation I mean you guys do all kinds of uh, famous portraits right I mean that's um, you know the governors and you oh, know yes. and
1: well the, that, that of course comes from Foster's being clever enough to have his, his studio across the street from the Capitol. okay and also because Foster was an extremely fine photographer and he was sure. an artist too uh, portrait artist too, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well. So he
0: did a good job with that. Sure. And did you guys get to meet in a lot of these folks? Or was that, that was Foster's, that was the other side? Or you guys didn't know, really work we with we them? I took
1: it over in, long ago. Okay. Yes. All right. And... Oh, no. Oh, Mr. Orpin became elderly and ill and, and you know. Sure.
0: Because it's, it, you know, I kind of talked to... Uh, um, when I was talking to Hugh Campbell and John Marshall about the same thing, is I feel like that's one of those moments as as well where, you know, you can have, you know, politicians are politicians because they're really good at seeming nice, yes. you know, whether they are or not. They, you know, you meet them and you say, wow, he seemed like such a nice person. Um, but there's weird little moments where, you know, you can really get an idea of, you know, who a character is, you know, a person. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys had any good experiences with, you know, just... You know.
1: Well, I'm sure they did. Oh, we d- did the we do the composites, you know, for the General Assembly, and mm-hmm. that, that's how. How? Uh, oh, I do remember Senator Willie, who was a very old man, and was in the General Assembly for a long, long, long time, mm-hmm. and refused to have his picture made. <laughs> oh, he and Grandaddy accused him of. Using Boy Scout picture, and you know, uh, it didn't do any good. He just wouldn't come until the last last year. It was within a year of his death. Mm-hmm. His uh, staff picked him up bodily and brought him in. So wow! So we have a picture of Willie before they
0: Excellent, him. <laughs> excellent. And what was his? He just didn't like it, or didn't think he was a handsome man, or uh, I mean, I, I
1: was just a, yeah, that's
0: exciting I though. Um, and the and so did, did you guys do you guys do the did the official portraits um, of, of the general assembly every year for a while there? Uh, every
1: other year it's done every it's other still year still done
0: okay and do you guys you guys still, we do, still, it still do it now yes and that's
1: oh uh, and it's they I mean there are other uh, their group pictures and, and all sorts mm-hmm. of things but what we're doing is the composite which means we take pictures of each individual mm-hmm. and put him in uh in a, a, a frame. right a right sure and the pages and the clerks right
0: and so that you yeah. know and uh what senator Willie just had a blank spot there when whenever oh no,
1: he used his young, he used using this his picture his okay. young you know picture when he was 25 years old and he was 80 sure
0: so <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because I often think when um when we go when I go to the Capitol and you see you know the the Washington equestrian statue yes um you know it's uh what, Andrew Lewis Thomas Jefferson you know Patrick Henry and they all you know relatively they're about the same age right quite you know they're about the same age quite, yes. you know when they're alive and then you get around to John Marshall and he's the only one he looks like he's about eighty.
1: And it's just I like, that.
0: <laughs> everyone else is young and snappy and handsome. And then John Marshall, you know, he's supposed to be wise, he's supposed
1: but to be whiz- that is... Right. Whiz- that, uh, of course.
0: I, uh... If anyone makes a statue of me, I'd, I'd hope that they could get, get me young and handsome That's and wise right. at the same time. <laughs> so... Um... But the, uh... And, and a little bit, we talked, you were know, talking about the product placement. I wondered if you guys, uh... I would assume you probably did Best Products. Pardon? Those catalogs? Yes. Did you guys do those? Yes, yes. Um, oh,
1: well, oh, oh dear, you see, here it goes again. Oh, the founder of Best Products. Uh, the Lewis. Lewis. Uh, yes. And Sids- Robert, but, uh, were classmates at uh, TJ.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, Thomas Jefferson there. Yes, yeah. Thomas Jefferson. Um, and uh, that must have been an enormous... I mean, because those catalogs are...
1: They were well. That's why I say this room was like a railroad station. Things, yeah, um, and photographer in this corner, photographer in that corner, and, sure, uh, and so
0: Because I can remember that was like a phone book mm-hmm. thickness there.
1: Well, some products uh, come with their own picture. That's uh, something else. I mean, oh, we give these people these pictures. They can put them in all sorts of catalogs. Sure, sure. So that they don't. Uh,
0: and and how. Um, I mean, so I assume y'all got along pretty well. That was a, you know, they seem like pretty interesting people, right? Sydney and Francis Lewis. Yes. Yeah, definitely um, art collectors. Mm -hmm. Um, I know what they, uh, in the 80s, I know they got the National Medal of Arts. mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, a lot of the Virginia Museum collection is from them as well. Um, And I've heard some pretty wild stories about them doing, uh, I know one time they were saying that, there's something about how they got their portrait made by Andy Warhol. I guess they traded uh, uh, TVs something. or something for something him. Really? Um, and then from what I understand, uh, the story I heard is that he, you know, they ask him for the portrait and they trade him his TV and then they come back later and they're going to check on the portrait and they come in and the, the TV is sitting there and it's, you know, flipping, you know, it's, it's not working. So I guess Sydney comes over and starts trying to fix it. And then Andy Warhol apparently comes out and says, no, 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 don't fix it. We we actually like it that way. No.
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's artistic. Yeah, <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah. You know, and, and he's over here thinking like, oh, I can't sell a product. You know, people aren't going to think our product works, right? And he's like, no, we, we like it that way. Well, they, um, were,
1: they were friends and, and uh, they went to Washington Lee together too. Okay. So that they, they had always been... Sure. Uh, and they were always very kind. Yeah. Uh, when I was head of the junior board at the Virginia Home for Incurables and we had a ball, they gave a most handsome donation and then gave another one. Sure. and So I think <laughs> I was...
0: What is the Richmond Home for the Incurables? It's remember. not
1: called Richmond Home, Okay. Those things and you don't know, call it that. Sure, sure. It's on It's at Bird Park. Okay. On an overlooking, oh, uh, Shields Lake. Sure, and oh, and it is a home for people, oh, uh, whose disabilities cannot be cured. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Oh.
0: And you were a volunteer over there. Or you were yes. a nurse, or you were a volunteer. I was a volunteer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess that's what you were doing while they were uh, taking your dining room table out of your house.
1: <laughs>
0: that, I, that's was keeping you busy so they could sneak, sneak stuff out of the house that's to take pictures that's of, that's right? <laughs> um, the, uh, well, I guess the, you know, when, when the, 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 when was the time when there was someone that said, man, we have like the collection of photographs. I mean, at what point did someone say, "This is pretty impressive"?
1: Oh, well, uh, you know, many photographers didn't save their photographs. Right. Their their things. I don't really know why we did, Uh, but that people had a habit of coming in and saying, "Do you have grandfather's pink portrait?" And we would have to find it. And and so I think it just sort of. You know, grew sure. uh, as, as uh, time went on. And the commercial things were not always safe. Right. Uh, we didn't necessarily keep all of that. But we, okay.
0: So there is some discrimination, if you're not just taking every photograph and filing it somewhere. Right. Right, and is there any well, kind of. I don't
1: of know what it is, none of are on discs. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: And, <laughs> and is there? Was there? Uh, you know,
1: we have two books.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, you've seen our, yeah. our books that we sure looked at, looked at. And, and fantastic. I mean, they're they're really they're really cool books. I think so. Too. I, I think so. Okay. Um, and so you know. It, you know, because I guess it takes a certain amount of where you know you're saying you donated to the historical society. There's a point where you have to say the historical society would want something like this.
1: Well, that has become the point now because taking care of them, you've got they, you have to have temperature controlled, sure, oh, uh, and dry mm-hmm. uh, circumstances. Oh. But when you come down to putting them on discs, you can get a lot more in the same space. Sure, sure. <laughs> right.
0: And were you storing them here
1: at the, yes, at the studio? We, uh, we have a, a uh, uh, balcony over much of it. Everything I said not a... A studio? A studio is has shelves
0: Okay and, and I guess when you're You know We briefly talked about digital And you know You're not mm-hmm. that excited about it um, I mean do you know what Kind of cameras they were using I guess when Tony started I mean or is that I mean well, or, or I guess I even know, before that Are there photos I mean In Are the there show. Are some of his photos still here? From the you know the early early yeah. days, you still have all those, right? Yeah,
1: the negatives.
0: Yeah, and how and how how long does it date back to? Like the, the catalog 1881. that you Eighteen eighty-one. Eighteen eighty-one. Right. Excellent. Excellent. And yeah, so and what kind of are the cameras are still here? I'm sorry
1: think? to tell you that I do not know. That's, oh, excuse me. I, there are a couple of them in the basement, but the very old ones were given to the historical society, I think. But and
0: that's fine. Because I don't really know that much about photography either, but... Um.
1: And... Uh, there were some that... that there was a chap in, in Charlottesville who was selling old photo- uh, old cameras, and there was a lot of old equipment that got sent to him because it was just sitting in the basement. Sure. But the cameras... Something special has happened to them, and I do not remember.
0: Right. And, and so... And as... Uh, as you know like we're you know digital has taken over for the last few years there's been other you know um, disposable cameras um, you know the the brownie back you know we're making it accessible um, did you guys ever notice you know when these more accessible technologies would come out that you know business oh, it would it, slack it, uh, down yes, or it
1: always uh, there was something new happening all every year sure uh, some of them lasted and some of them didn't right <laughs> uh, and I do know that people have uh Brought in film and cameras and what have you, in despair to say, I want this picture, but it's stuck or I can't do this or that what have you, and, and uh, somebody would take it down to the darkroom and try to try, you know, fix it try it
0: to do, do, do fish, fix it out. and
1: fix it out, out. Yeah,
0: that's that's fantastic, and because um, i and and that's you know that's one of those things that I think there's so many folks that I don't know if you um, I can't remember her last name now. I, I want to talk to her, Kitty. Hmm? I'm trying to think what her last name is. I'm not sure if you. She. Um, it's this woman that you know. Just found some photos from her grandfather um, that he had taken as an amateur. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole closet full, right? right? And there's videos and everything, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I think that's one of the unique things that you guys have. Kept it, like you were saying. And there's how many people have taken pictures, pictures of random like, yes. things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's found some, apparently they're really, you know, I've seen, she has a, putting a new book out. Um, apparently it's some of the oldest video of Richmond that anyone's ever seen.
1: Video, but that's not that old.
0: Some of it's like 1900, like in the early 1900s.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: hmm and I have no idea. Ah, are you
1: talking about the trolley, Richmond from the trolleys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm, and and her
0: Kitty Snow. Yes.
1: When you right, said that her name right. is Kitty right. Snow, yes. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. And some of it, I believe, are because I have the book at home. I haven't I haven't read the whole read. I've looked at all the pictures, right. but I believe some of them for like nineteen hundred, right, right around there. Um. And
1: at one point, uh Granddaddy took to doing oh. Uh, films negative I mean uh, movie cameras films for the newspaper chap who had oh dear well and all of us uh, he gave it up fairly shortly didn't particularly like it Mm -hmm. Uh, oh dear uh, hey no who was Mm. Oh well,
0: it's all right. <laughs> it's all
1: right. Uh, but that was uh, probably in the twenties that he did that he played with that for a little while. Okay. Uh, during World War II, uh Jim Bullard, who had mm-hmm. started Richmond Camera before the war, uh, went off to the Navy, mm-hmm. and Granddaddy took the uh, kept his Kodak. Franchise for him during the war years, so that when he came back, he could pick it up and go on. The nice part about that is that Granddaddy had all the delight, the the uh, flash bulbs that he needed. Yeah, nobody else had any. <laughs> oh right? God. Wow. <laughs> so,
0: and, and imagine and, uh, I mean, on top
1: of that I, there are some of those flash bulbs downstairs still, oh, still use, yeah. I, no, are they just usable yeah I mean it's still We're like just down there, there and just, I, just I keep don't know what to do with them nor does anybody else
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, and so I guess World War II you know that would have been a whole lot I mean there's you know I know the, the, the airport was awfully important yes um, and um, you know we talked briefly before we started recording about, you know, you were Swedish and suspect and different things. And I wonder how that, you know, would affect photography, right? Because it would get, seems like with that kind of heightened paranoia...
1: Worse worst was the lack of film and so on, which was, uh, was you know, taken by the by the military. And, sure. And flashbulbs apparently were the most scarce item.
0: Huh. And, so, and it would have been someone, I think, at some point said, why are you taking a picture, you know... Some sort of suspicion. Why are you taking a picture of that? You know, maybe a you know, oh, spying well, stuff. Or
1: we surely would not have have taken. Uh, I, my father wouldn't let any of us have anything to do with a camera. That would have been a very bad bad thing. However, there is something very interesting. When Robert was in the, it was a TJ during the nineteen thirties. Mm-hmm. There came into his class uh, a young man uh, who was boarding at a house in Richmond uh, and claimed to be a teenager and Robert said he was not a teenager he was a good deal older and he spent his life walking around Richmond taking pictures all the time he was Japanese wow, Okay. and you've Mm. heard tales of this sort of thing sure that uh, sort of thing absolutely and he, he didn't graduate with them he just disappeared
0: huh about that, well, I'm glad that they didn't uh, attack us or anything <laughs> they didn't like have that. Any chance, so, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad we, we were able to uh, nip that in the bud there. Right. Um, and you know, I guess the military presence was there was there a presence in, during World War II in Richmond? Or? In
1: Richmond, yes. Oh dear, oh, there was a. A unit at the University of Richmond, and of course, Fort Lee was. Mm -hmm. And the USO was directly across the street where the parking lot is now. The United Service Organization for Soldiers and Sailors was right out here.
0: At the, like where the the bank is? No, where
1: the parking lot is, across the street.
0: Oh, on this side, just over here. Okay, right. So, like, uh, across 2nd Street.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, that was the USO. There were a great many people who... Uh, oh, and uh, one funny thing during the war, every so often the police would uh, pick up the sailors who had skipped ship or whatever they had from very mm-hmm. strange lands... Oh, and they couldn't always talk to them, and they figured out that my father spoke several languages. <laughs> so right. They would get him on the phone trying try to find out who he was. And, 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 sure. And <coughs> oh, sometimes he could help and sometimes he couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They I mean, could generally say, I think he comes from such and such a place. Right, right, right. Point a direction. Right. Send
0: him back that way, right? right. Um, and the. Uh, and I guess you were speaking of the. the, the was the USO. Yeah, so and that for some reason that got me thinking. I mean, you guys don't have. Um, is there a point when you guys did during segregation? Is there, um, you know, is there black? Was this uh, folks wow. acceptable you're, for? You're
1: asking a very difficult question. There was a black USO, and I do not know where it was. Right,
0: I think that it may have been over by the. In near the armory, yes, that would have been it in Jackson Ward.
1: Probably was the, uh, the the Black Armory, right? That mm-hmm. undoubtedly is where it was.
0: But in, was there um, a black photographer?
1: Certainly, or, or in one there? of the finest photographers in Richmond. Okay. Oh, uh, oh dear, Gussie, I don't remember his name. Uh, but he was uh, an extremely nice chap, extremely capable. Mm-hmm. Uh. And his shop was on Marshall, and he had a. Uh, he also kept his negatives, and I think he gave them to the Library of Virginia. Okay. Huh. The Library of Virginia stuck them in a the corner, and Robert tried to rouse them out because somebody wanted a picture that that we knew. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. That's fine. That's um, fine. You got. Uh, I don't think he, he got very far with the library. They may still be in a corner. Which huh. Was there. But, uh, yes.
0: Ah, and, yeah, I just had... There may
1: have been other black photographers. I know of only the one. Sure. But I do know that he was an extremely good photographer. Right. And,
0: because, and, and I mean, this was, where we are, I mean, this was like around and Rose and stuff, it was a pretty white area, right? It's I mean so, so. Yeah. But, yes. um, but the you know because I actually had not thought of that. I looked at so many pictures mm-hmm. online, just kind and I just that right. just clicked to me. That no, it, that,
1: you know. you're perfectly right.
0: And did that change after desegregation or?
1: You know, actually, I wasn't here for the when when they had sit-ins and all hours and and, mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. Uh, it certainly didn't happen suddenly. Right. It, was gradual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, I feel that Richmonders in general, uh, for the most part, were very re- respectful of their black neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear about streetcars, uh, they segregated C on streetcars and so on. Uh, if, as a youngster, I was on a streetcar, and it was full mm-hmm. and a black woman got on I got up so did any other Richmond youngster and if we hadn't by gum and golly, there would have been a few people to tell us to do so right. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, they are different points of view uh,
0: sure and I think that's the kind of thing that even today I mean there's there's always going to be that people are all different, right? Yes, so you're going to yeah. find some that are completely, you know, you know right. ignorant and hostile and some that are uh, very loving. And,
1: and when you see pictures of braids and so on, people are black and white and uh, they're mixing and perfectly happily... Uh, you see a bunch of children looking at a uh, a Melrose Christmas window and they're black and white and they're Mm -hmm. they're mixing and, and presumably in those years it didn't happen but it did
0: right right um, and I guess parades is a pretty interesting. I'm, I, I'm sure you've attended your share of parades. Well, with going down Grace Street
1: by the golly, Yes. Oh, really? Like, well, yes. Yeah. It depends. Mm-hmm. We have pictures of a military parade going down Grace Street. I must say, the parades that I remember mostly were on Broad. Right. <laughs>
0: I think I because I've actually seen there's an old uh, I think it's a war to probably at the end of the war where there's actually a video of them coming down and they head up to the Capitol. Yes. Right through here. Um, yeah. And the you know the Christmas parade, I'm sure, was, you know, because you know, when, when real Santa was involved, you know, and I mean, nowadays it seems like it's a little bit lower low-key. Yes, it know.
1: is. It doesn't seem to. Although, uh, the real Santa, uh, I may be wrong, but I have a feeling that it was 1200 Santa. That the Christmas parade was, and the real Santa was, was Mr. Light, mm-hmm. who's, uh, who uh, was at Melon mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And
1: Isn't that a lovely name for a Santa Claus? It is. Light.
0: <laughs> and he was apparently really, really good at it, too. He was, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that it. That was
1: another dreadful thing uh, with being a uh, swede. Christmas Day was meant to be a religious holiday, so we were sure they didn't have presents and, and parties on Christmas right. Day. That was just one of those things. Santa Claus meant to come to us on Christmas Eve. Okay. And it was a very great subject of discussion among Youngsters, when we were, were a little how in the world, and mother said, "Well, you know, Santa knows all sorts of things, including the fact that those Swedish children are in Richmond, so he makes special arrangements. Right, <laughs> right. He <laughs>
0: yeah, the the, the pre trip yes. right starts a couple of days, right. couple couple before. Um, right. The uh, I mean, and I'm, I'm assuming you had to. You know, that means also that. I guess Robert was not around for a lot of special events, right? I mean, I guess you guys didn't... Would you have trouble getting to stuff like that? Or did he have enough team? You know, because I'm assuming he would have to go photograph
1: stuff, right? Oh, that is... Uh, well, by the time I married, Robert had half a dozen photographers Okay. That didn't go and, and mm-hmm. photograph stuff. Right. He did portraiture in the studio.
0: hmm Okay because I guess because that seems like it's always a you know journalist's problem well, is it goes you know? out to them no, right. we
1: uh, were fortunate from that perspective hmm
0: um the uh when I guess the the 50s and 60s was around here was good but I mean you know is there a time which I guess right now I mean do you think it's this area is getting better Um, do you think it's stayed or
1: it's certainly changing right and uh, this business of having all of these uh, residents down here I think is just splendid Mm -hmm. Uh, the Corley building is now called the Morton's building for some reason and it's full of of condos Uh, the Richmond cameras shop down the next block they have transferring Mm -hmm. that into six apartments there's not room for that up there but that's all right. Uh, (laughs) And of course, medical arts. There was another reason why there were so many people here. This next door to us was a medical arts building, mm-hmm. where doctors had their offices. Right, right. And uh, people had to come to medical arts or to the professional building down further down, mm-hmm. uh, to see their doctors. Sure. So, oh, we were busy, and we had banks. Right. We had banks, banks, banks. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, is there a time when? Like when, when, since since you've been um, hanging around there, what's like the, I guess the best time and the worst time to to have been it's around hard
1: here? Hard to say. I don't think. There's good moments in every point. Sure. point they and uh, unhappy moments. Uh, uh, too. Sure. And I uh, guess more just the 40s and the 50s was that uh, was Gray Streets heyday. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the 80s, I suppose by the 70s it began to sort of slip. Right, and then in the eighties, oh, it became very desolate. Only yeah, the, oh, this particular block has always stayed oh, occupied until now. There's one store for lease. For at least it's the first time I've ever known anything on on this block to be for lease.
0: Really, and it's it's interesting as well. I think this this little section of Grace, like not even just this block, but the way it segments. You know, this, like you said, as long as I've been here, there seems like there's always been something. Um, you know, for I worked at 1708 Gallery for a while and you know this you could walk over to Pearlie's and mm-hmm. you know that was there was nothing else, right? And on the other side of like, the block. And then as well when you go west down gray or east down Grace here, it's some of the prettiest buildings in the city. Uh, um, you know, yeah, but it's just recently that anything's been in there since I've been there here, mm-hmm. right, over the last fifteen years. Um, I don't know if, what the state of the buildings are on the inside, but...
1: Well, that's one of the reasons why it's so slow, because all of them are built with lots and lots of lead paint and asbestos. Mm. And when you try to do something, the city gets all huffy. Okay. And it becomes extraordinarily expensive. Sure. Wow. So that's...
0: Um, that's sad. And it's, I'm, I'm glad it seems like there's something, you know, there's a few restaurants that are popping up around there. Yes,
1: well, there's the Rappahannock, which I'm told is uh, very successful. Yeah. And the uh, Barry Burks one is very nice. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: The uh, Rappahannock one was uh, just on the Today Show. They, meant, they got mentioned on really? the Today Show, right, right. Um, which I didn't see. it. I, I've heard mm-hmm. about that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the food culture is
1: quite something yeah well, and there's pasture mm-hmm. which i haven't been to but i'm told it's very peculiar and very successful
0: yeah right. which and i think all those places i've heard excellent reviews about all of them mm-hmm. um as long as they're successful right that's gonna the
1: and food global quality global is health, not even as important as long as well actually having carpenter center here i think is is right. the draw mm-hmm. uh, and how fortunate that that
0: stayed yeah, and is that um, that's been a pretty serious, you know, um, I, I guess a staple, right? I mean, it hasn't been closed for, except for maybe you know, total a decade since since it's, since it's, it's open,
1: Since for from, from re- remodel, yeah, like, like a sporadically something. here and
0: there. I mean, can you remember um, going the movies there and stuff? Of course, or of course, um,
1: of course, because oh, it blows Lord. my
0: mind, honestly. You know, when I go to the movies. You know, it's a, it's a, a, you know, not even center block, you know, whatever, aluminum box Absolutely. with, you know, neon on the front. Of course, yes. of
1: course, of course, no. It, that, and one went to the, well, there were lots and lots of theaters that were, were all along Broad Street. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and but when you went to, to, to Lowe's, that was a special movie. I mean, it was a special occasion. Okay. It was, and one generally had, Oh, lunch at Melrose tea room first mm-hmm. and then went to, to the, the the film it was very impressive sure. you felt good about it all <laughs> right <laughs> as that, as it
0: was. and uh, this is probably going to be just trying to get some uh, details that you'll never be able to remember but do you remember any movies sp- specifically that you saw there I mean I know that's
1: I was going to say I know I saw my first movie at Bird Theater. Okay. And it was Snow White.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
1: No, I'm afraid I'm not going to remember. <laughs> uh, remember anything. And that's fine. Anymore. Like I said, it and of was of course it was the uh, organist.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Um Eddie Weaver. Okay. There at the Bird or at Lowe's to begin Mm -hmm. with. Yeah, yeah. It was Mm -hmm.
1: when Lowe's uh, retired him that he went to the Bird. Okay, fantastic. It was a a second career or or what have you.
0: And it was the same kind of as the Bird. Like it would it would rise up Mm -hmm. and you play before the show Mm -hmm. and. Um, was that?
1: And a lot of singing. I mean, he would do. He would uh, well, let's sing, and the words of the song would go up on yeah. the screen, and everybody would would uh, sing. It was a lot of
0: fun. And that's also I was saying that the bird, I think, was like that. Is around Christmas time they do that. Now, they putting the words up. Yeah, um, it's all kinds of festive. That was it. And that was also a very strange out on that conversation, but. You know what? We rambled a little bit and she did say some, uh, tell me some pretty interesting stories uh, about some completely unrelated things, but I just figured, you know what? I'm going to save that for a uh, future episode. I'm going to put together a couple, uh, a little more produced episodes that aren't just quite, uh, you know, the, the free form conversations like we've been doing about everything else. But definitely let me know what you think. Um, you know, again, Twitter at HistoryReplays today, at History HistoryReplays. Facebook is history replaced today, and on Tumblr it's the same thing. And um, you know, tell your mom, tell your brother, call your cousin up. You know, actually, you you know your ne- your next business email, you should tell your tell somebody about history replaced today, the Richmond History Podcast. Um, don't actually know which episode I'm going to post. So it's a mystery. It's a mystery what what the next episode will be. But
1: you know, first and the fifteenth of every month, and make it a great day.